Hello again, everyone. Sorry if I sound a little more aggravated than usual because I already recorded this podcast and turns out my microphone wasn't plugged in, so I just talked for half an hour to absolutely nobody. But to start things off somewhat positive, I just want to say thank you to everyone who clicked on my first episode because it already has over 3,000 plays. I don't know if that's normal for a podcast. I'm not too familiar with this entire world, at least on SoundCloud. Um, whether you just press play and realize that you clicked the wrong podcast or you actually listen to the whole thing, I really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy more episodes because I plan on doing this for quite a while. But anyway, so this week, let's jump right into music first. So Coachella round two happened last weekend. I'm not too sure why Coachella needs to do two weekends. I feel like it kind of takes away the magic and the special stuff from the first weekend. Like Beyonce, of course, killed it again for the second time. But again, if if I have to say, oh yeah, Beyonce brought on Destiny's Child, Solange, and Jay-Z and kind of be bored with it, that's kind of an issue that that's considered same old crap now. So... Again, Coachella should just be one weekend, and I can only take so many wannabe selfie takers and hipster annoying kids so many times on Instagram and Snapchat. So let's just keep it to one weekend from now on. Um, But what was different about this Coachella weekend is that Ariana Grande performed with Kygo, and she performed No Tears Left to Cry for the very first time, and she actually sounded exactly like her track. Can't wait to hear the rest of the album, and she's killing it. Another Kaigo guest performer was KJ Appa. If you don't know him, he plays Archie on Riverdale. I'm not too sure why he was invited to perform on Coachella. I think he just played the guitar, but regardless why, why was he invited? It doesn't make any sense. Like, you play Archie on a really crappy show on the CW. I mean, I'll admit that I watch it, but it's so bad. It's just... It just needs a lot of help and a lot of acting coaches on that set. But anyway, he performed-ish, played guitar. I don't really know why. If people went crazy, cool. But I feel like no one really gave a shit. So it came out this week that the middle, Zed song with Marin Morris and Gray, he went through the friggin' ringer with that song. So many people recorded demos for that in like the span of a year, and he still couldn't find someone to do it. He initially wanted Demi Lovato to sing it, which I kind of found shocking because I can't really picture her voice on that song at all. And I'm surprised that Demi was someone's first choice. I'm not trying to say that she sucks or anything, but I don't know. Demi just kind of seems like someone you'd go with when someone better kind of denies you. Like, oh, I kind of want Selena Gomez to sing on this track. Oh, damn, she's busy. Well, what about Demi Lovato? Which is kind of odd because Demi actually can sing. But she always just seems like a second-string banana to me. I don't know why. That's just always how I felt, even though her voice is amazing. Her last album is sick. But anyway, she turned it down because she wanted to promote Sorry Not Sorry, and she felt like the middle was too poppy, and she didn't want that to be her first single. So she was like, fuck this. I don't need it. Give it to someone else. And then he gave it to Camila Cabello, and apparently he loved it. But then she released Havana. Havana started climbing the charts and more and more and more and eventually hit number one. And she was like, yeah, I don't really want this mediocre EDM crap to, you know, overshine my success on Havana. Therefore, she ended up passing it up. And then eventually it got its way to BB Rexa. He didn't like it. It got its way to Carly Rae Jepsen. He didn't like it, which, I mean, who the hell would like her voice? She's terrible. Call Me Maybe is the worst song, I think, ever produced, ever sang, ever made. 
the worst song I've ever listened to. It's just, ugh, it just makes my skin crawl. It makes me want to rip my hair out, throw my head on a train track, get it run over, and then I want the train to then back up and run my head over again. And then from there, I want to be thrown in a fire pit because that is how bad that song is. But anyway, moving on, it found its way to Marin Morris. He loved it. He said it sounded different from everyone else's. And I kind of agree. I really, really, really love the song. Although, obviously, I'm biased and would have loved to see Camila on it because she keeps turning down all of these damn EDM collaborations that blow up. She turned down Closer and then they picked Halsey. And now the middle, and they picked Marin Morris. So this girl needs to just stick to a collaboration because she keeps turning down Billboard Gold. Actually, speaking of Camila collaborations, she's dropping one tonight, which is Never Be the Same Country Remix with Kane Brown. Uh, I want to like it so bad, and obviously I haven't heard it yet, but I can only imagine I'm not going to like it because one country music just kind of rubs me like sandpaper. I always cringe, and... It just leaves a rash on my body when I hear it because I don't like it. My body doesn't react well to country music. And especially Kane Brown who has a voice like this. And I don't really want to hear that on a really good song that I like already. So I really hope it doesn't ruin it. And I really hope that this isn't what she will be performing at the Billboard Music Awards because that would just suck eggs. Uh, Speaking of the Billboard Music Awards, they released the performers. Well, some of the performers and... I mean, it's entertaining enough, but I obviously have complaints because who would I be without complaining? Uh, Camila's performing. I'm not sure what she's going to perform. I hope it's not Never Be The Same because out of all her songs, that's probably like the least exciting performance-wise. But she usually does different things every performance, so I'm not too worried regardless of what she does. And she'll obviously sound awesome because she always does. Uh, Shawn Mendes is performing. Uh, Not too... Not too excited about that because all his songs sound the exact same. All he does is stand or sit playing guitar. And I know that there's other artists that do that and it actually works for them. But he's just – he's just not that good. His voice is too damn high. He's – yeah, one-dimensional Sean is what I like to call him, 1D Sean. But uh, anyway, moving on from that, Dua Lipa is performing for the first time. Again, I guess it's a nice change, but she just comes off like a drunk flamingo to me. She just kind of stumbles along the stage as if she just smoked crack or she just drank 18 bottles of beer and someone pushed her on stage. She just has this glazed look on her face every time I see her. And like if you saw her at the Brits, she I honestly think she was cracked out or she was like drunk or something because she literally – every dance move was offbeat. She didn't have any synchronization with the dancers. Her voice was okay, but it's kind of just like monotone like this and I am singing all the time. And it's just – I don't get the hype with that girl. I really don't. Camila is kind of like the A-plus version of Dua Lipa and her name alone is like Dua Lipa. It's annoying. Yeah, I'm not too excited for her. I'm going to be completely honest. And BTS, the hell that is the music industry, I hate that they integrated to – American music because they are just I don't care what anyone says k-pop isn't like I get that some of it's catchy and all but I am just not on that train at all it is just horrible especially BTS every time they perform it is literally techno robotic auto-tuned lip-syncing in the back i get that their dancing's good i think in their country if you get a dance move wrong they like hit you with a ruler over the head or something they're very like nazi general like that 
Yeah, it's just simple as that. I could not care less about BTS. It's more like BS that they're performing because they simply just don't deserve it. Speaking of Sean again, though, his album has just been released for pre-order and it's titled Sean Mendez, I think, or Sean Mendez, the album. He hasn't really clarified that. Uh, the cover art kind of looks like Photoshop 101. I think I learned that style of Photoshop when I was in grade three, but I mean, I guess if he likes it, he likes it, but it's really basic as not surprised it's Sean Mendez. Uh, Sean also released a music video for In My Blood, and uh, shocker, uh, it's exactly like all his other music videos. He's literally laying down. If you watch any of his other music videos, it's him laying on the ground, touching himself, and he's just one-dimensional. I can't say it enough. He does not bring anything, at least to my life. I I get that girls like him because he has muscles, but uh, newsflash, I don't think he likes girls, but I'm not making assumptions. That's just... Actually, I am making assumptions. I mean, it's just funny to see what people say about his sexuality, like with his publicity stunt with Haley Baldwin, which clearly that is a publicity stunt. I don't know how much money his PR team paid for her to hang out with him to make him look like he has a girlfriend or something, but that's just a joke. But um, that's besides the point. Moving on. In good news, Clean Bandit and Demi Lovato are apparently dropping a collaboration, and I am so excited about this because Clean Bandit with Rockabye Symphony, I Miss You, are sick, and Demi Lovato collaborations are always so damn good. So these two coming together, oh my god, it... I think I hope I'm not hyping it up too much to just be disappointed, but there's no way that this is not going to be good. These two together should just be like a bomb went off, a good bomb, a bomb of like chocolate or something, not like fire killing people. But it's supposed to come out May 26, which is kind of weird because it's a Saturday. But hey, it'll make my weekend a lot better if I'm doing nothing. Rihanna is apparently releasing two full-length albums. Apparently one album is going to be radio friendly and then the next album is going to be like more urban and her R&B like grind on my ass kind of music, which I'm sure I'm going to love both. I'm not going to lie. But apparently she's doing this because she thought Anti was kind of a flop. And I'm not going to lie. I really did not like that album besides Love on the Brain. The rest of the music, yeah, not for me. And I'm kind of shocked because Rihanna usually kills it. But Anti was just, yeah, I'm anti-anti is all I have to say about that. Um, in movie news, there's a new movie coming out, Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, if you like Fifty Shades of Grey, but you wanted like a kind of an Asian porn twist to it, then check it out. It's again about a dumpy little Asian girl who likes a rich Asian guy, but has to win him over with the family and blah, blah, blah. It's literally Fifty Shades of Grey, Asian porn edition. Uh, the Venom trailer came out. A lot of people are hating it, and I, uh, I just, I thought it would be cool because I thought Venom was like a villain, but apparently he's like a hero in this movie, an anti-hero. I don't know. I thought it'd be darker and creepier, and I don't know. I don't really know Tom Hardy's work, and it just didn't look that great to me. I'm sure it'll be okay. Is it Marvel? If it's Marvel, I'm sure it'll get somewhat good reviews, but if it's DC, obviously it's gonna go to hell. In laughable news, Halsey, the singer that some of you maybe know, is apparently doing a big budget film about her life and it's inspired by 8 Mile by Eminem. So I guess Sony Pictures wants to do another 8 Mile except with Halsey. When I heard this, I actually gagged on my drink a little because I thought it was a joke. Do people know her? 
I know that she's famous and stuff, but do people really know her? Is she really on Eminem's level at the time he came out with 8 Mile? Yeah, I don't really understand why she would get a move. Of all, like, of all people, she's just, who, who is she? Do, it just doesn't make sense to me. Halsey, the movie. Um, in other movie news, Stephen Curry, the NBA player, has a movie deal with Sony Pictures. I don't really know why. I wish athletes would just learn to throw a ball and make their money and that's it. Why, why do athletes now have to be artists, quote unquote, and be producers? And it's just too much. No one cares about your movies. I know Kobe Bryant won an Oscar, which is stupid. Um, but Stephen Curry, just stick to throwing a ball. You're making $200 million doing that. Just no one cares about your movie. Well, I don't care about his movie or his TV shows. So moving on from that, apparently the horror movie, A Quiet Place has already been slated to get a sequel, which I don't really understand why every horror movie needs a sequel. If I haven't seen it, but isn't it about people who are like stuck in a town where they're murdered if they talk? How can there be a sequel? Like, does someone go back to this town? Why would anyone go back to a town where you get murdered if you speak? In TV news, American Idol's top 10 was revealed. I don't think anyone really watches that except me. There's only about three people who are good. Uh, Macaulay Culkin was on Ellen. I'm sorry, but he's weird. There's something really wrong with that guy. He is weird. He talks like a man who is trying to lure children into his minivan with candy. And like, I'm, I'm sure he's not actually a pedophile. But if I were to envision what a pedophile sounds like, that even looks like that's kind of who i envision now on to some random crap that happened if there's any kanye west lovers you may not want to listen to what i have to say actually no you do need to listen to what i say because if you love this guy you have serious issues and i'm not talking about him liking trump because that's what his whole twitter rampage was about is he loves trump he's like drawing pictures of them holding hands saying how he respects him and he loves him so much and that's not the problem i have it's that he just bitches about being famous and once he gets too much attention he curls up into a ball and has a panic attack but now he goes on the twitter rampage being i love donald trump knowing that he will get attention and he literally hasn't stopped tweeting for about two days i don't even know what he's talking about anymore it's like he's having some weird epiphany or i think a demon is taking over his soul because i don't even understand what's coming out of his computer or his mouth or his brain because he's making zero sense if you want a really bad migraine or a headache, just go to his Twitter account, scroll through, read the bullshit. It's so stupid. Even he's posting texts from celebrity conversations that are telling him to get his damn shit together. Like John Legend told him that he really should think about what he's saying because he has a lot of influence and fans that look up to him, which is pathetic. He should have no influence on the world because he's a joke. And then Connie's like, you're taking away my freedom of speech. Don't threaten me with that stuff. I don't know how Kim puts up with him at all. He is just a nightmare beyond anything I've ever seen. He just sucks. He sucks the life out of me. And I don't even really pay attention to him that much. It's just that everyone is talking about him. And he's just such an attention-hungry whore. Ugh. And speaking of Trump, Shania Twain loves Trump as well, apparently. She said in an interview, if she was in America, she would have voted for Trump. And, of course, people jumped on her, threatened to kill her, threatened to rip her head off and throw it to the wolves. And, of course, she apologized, saying, oh, that's not what I meant. It's like, bitch, that's clearly what you meant. You would have voted for him. Who cares? Own it. 
like there's Trump supporters, there's not Trump supporters. People need to get over it and who would vote for who. She said she would voted. She said she would have voted for him because he's honest. Good for her. Good for Hillary Clinton voters. Who cares? She shouldn't apologize. She should just own it. She said it. Stop trying to backtrack because you're trying to be liked. Be real. Keep it 100. That's all I got to say. Meek Mill was released from jail, I think, for the second or third time, I think. And uh, good for him for being out of jail. Good for you. Who really cares? Janelle Monet came out as a queer African-American woman in Rolling Stone. Again, don't really keep up with her, but if, for those who do, she came out as queer, pansexual. Uh, she said she's dated men and women. Good for her. Power to you. Do your thing. Live your best life. Avicii's family made a statement just the other day that he may have committed suicide. I think that's what they're hinting towards because it was more wording like, he was looking for happiness and he could no longer continue as if he kind of chose to take his life. So for those who are really sad still about Avicii dying, again, it's horrible. He was like the best EDM DJ there was. It's truly unfortunate. I hope they do something for him at the BBMAs. The cop that didn't shoot, that guy who ran over 10 people in Toronto at Young and Finch. If any of you don't know, this guy, 25-year-old, driving in Toronto and drove on the sidewalk purposely running over about 10 people, killing them, injuring another six. A cop stopped him. They were like eye to eye with guns, face to face. And the cop actually didn't shoot him and arrested him. And people are just so inspired by this cop that didn't shoot him because if he was in America, he probably would have been shot in the face like within five seconds. But in Canada, I guess they're a little more kind. I'm in Canada, so I can see where people are coming from. But he didn't shoot the guy. Hopefully this guy goes to jail. And I I hope he's not executed because apparently he wanted to be shot by the cop and wanted to be killed via cop suicide, I guess they call it. But you know what? No, I hope they lock him in a jail cell, rip out his fingernails and his toenails one at a time, blend them up, feed them to him, and just keep doing that again and again and again and again until he's about 90. And then in between all of that, he gets plowed by every man in jail and I hope he doesn't enjoy that kind of thing because then that's just not – that's not punishment. But anyways, I hope this guy is in jail forever, which I'm sure he will be. But if people pull, oh, he was mentally ill, bullshit, I don't care if you're mentally ill or not. He purposely killed people walking on the sidewalk and ran them over. You can go to jail and rot in hell. That's all I have to say actually before I get too heated. In other news, the royal baby, the third one, was born, and by God, the princess or whatever she is, came out to greet paparazzi seven hours after she gave birth. I'm sorry. I don't understand how a woman goes out looking like an A-plus superstar, makeup done, outfit on point, body looking nice, paparazzi pictures seven hours after pushing a baby out of... Her private area. Count me the hell out of that one. But anyway, um, that's pretty much it. That was a lot. And if one more story comes out, this podcast will be over an hour long and there's no effing way that I'm doing that. And I shall talk to you guys soon. Have a good weekend. Okay, yeah, bye.